Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Louis D'Souza here. Today is Monday, March the 18th, 2019. It's 8 a.m. in New York. It's 5 a.m. in Los Angeles. It's noon in London and Sydney, Australia is at 11 p.m. at night. Whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I'm very happy about one thing. Last uh, Wednesday through Friday, we couldn't live stream because of issues that... Facebook was experiencing, but we're back. We're back live streaming again, and uh, we see people starting to filter into the room and so forth. So life is good, Louie, just because we can live stream again. Isn't it nice to have little things to celebrate? <laughs> well, it's, it's always nice to, to have video. I, I, I like audio, but I also find video is fantastic. I think mm-hmm. when YouTube came out, it really expanded horizons massively. You know, when, when yeah. you're listening to somebody and you can see them at the same time, I think it, it has a massive added benefit to the whole. <clears throat> oh, I agree. Yeah. The whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 there's something about, well, this, this actually kind of ties into sort of an ongoing discussion that many of us here on the show have had about, uh, the role that the internet has played in social lives. That's why we call it social media. And, mm-hmm. When you don't have that video component, you miss out on body language. You miss out on the subtle signals that you can't see without having that video. Of course, it would be even better if we could also have, you know, filio and smellio and and all that kind of thing, (laughs) tastio. (laughs) You know, but we will get there. We will get there. Two out of five is better than one out of five. That's the way I look at it. Two is always better than one. So. No, not really. But no, it's true. You get much more uh, data when you're looking at uh, the person as well as hearing them. So yeah, yeah, good stuff to have the video. So I presume, uh, and you asked me before the podcast uh, about weekends, and and I presume you had a great one because you always have a great weekend. But how are you doing? (laughs) Of course, of course. I'm trying to remember what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you realize there are are many people who say that same thing, but with a different context. What they mean is, I can't remember because I I drank too much or I partied too much. (laughs) Yeah, this this is true. This is true. (laughs) I forget about that. That's right. I, I do actually drink alcohol, but it's it's so minuscule. It's probably not worth mentioning. <laughs> mm. And I gave that um, up. I gave that up in my twenties, actually. Believe it or not, I was a pretty heavy partier too. And I just nope, not uh, doing this anymore. Yeah. Why? Why did you feel you had to give it up completely? Uh, <clears throat> it was part of a larger package of not only giving up drinking, giving up partying. Uh, giving up the friends that I was hanging out with because I wanted to change my entire lifestyle. I was not right. happy. I was not enjoying what I was doing. I felt like my life was going nowhere. And so, I mean, if I had known about law of attraction, I would have said, I want to attract a different life, which I did, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't realize that's what I was doing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I somehow, I guess this is another one of those inner being things where you're getting the inside message and, and in my case, not realizing it. But I, I just knew I had to make massive changes in order to get a massive change in my life. I had to just mm. think differently. I had to focus differently. I had to have different interests, different... I, I had to change everything. And I did. And I'm glad I did. <clears throat> so... Yeah, I, I never went down the route of excessing in, in any shape or form, so I never really felt I ever had anything to give up. So I was brought up, you know, even as a youngish child, 
um, drinking wine at the table with my parents in you mm. know moderation, and uh, it's just really continued through my whole life. But mm -hmm. um, now and again, I, I have a little bit of alcohol. But uh, again, you know, <clears throat> I, I I usually just take a sip of my wife's wine and then uh, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> If, if it's nice, if it's nice, I might pour myself some. But um, uh -huh. I'm, I'm very fussy. I was brought up with a with a bit of a connoisseur dad, and uh, uh -huh. we had loads of wine. And um, I, I can't handle plonk type. Well, from uh, what I understand, these days it's kind of hard to go wrong because there are so many good wines out there. I mean, back in the day, it, it, there were like a small percentage that were really good, and a lot of them were just really terrible. But today, you can <laughs> you can hardly even walk into a store and trip without finding a wine. I mean, it's that's a good wine. You know? Well, well I'll, I will disagree with you there. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, I would I, say our supermarket, I can't drink anything in it whatsoever. Oh, well, I, we I would know, actually. But I, I've been told this, but maybe it's not true. I mean, I, I've been told that, that the, the wine market is saturated with good wines. Ages, yeah. yeah, I mean, how would I know? <laughs> or what, and for that matter, why would I care? Because I don't drink wine. <laughs> so... I'll tell you an interesting thing because when I was in the army, we we got super fit for basics, and uh, mm. at the end of basics, they gave you two free beers to celebrate and all the rest of it. And uh, mm. I drank one, and I was so tipsy um, that I knew I couldn't drink the other one, so I actually sold it for quite a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It was quite funny. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So let's see, what are we going to talk about today? We don't really have any questions that have come in, although anyone who's listening to the live stream who wants to ask a question or have us uh, address something, feel free to bring it up. Um, but in the meantime, we'll just kind of wing it and see what comes to our minds because, hey, the good news is we're talking about the law of attraction that applies to everything in our lives, whether it, it does, be yeah. you know what we had for breakfast or what wine we drink or whether or not we sold a beer when we were in the Army. It doesn't make any difference. It's all law of attraction. <laughs> So, it's interesting to see how it's law of attraction and, and, and how every, all the bits and pieces fit together. Mm. And, uh, you know, a, a lot, of, lot of people don't quite see what they call cause and effect. Uh, elaborate. Tell me what you mean by that, because I can see a, possible, a couple possible meanings there. So what, what, I'm, what I'm implying is somebody says, why did this happen to me? That means they're not seeing what thought processes they had before that manifested that reality. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay. Which is most of us. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot of us a lot of the time. So what, what happens when you start working with the law of attraction is you become keenly aware of thoughts and then manifestations and then mm -hmm. thoughts and then manifestations. So. As you start seeing the clarity between that, you start saying, oh, I did manifest that, and I did it then when I was thinking that. And then you start realizing that I want something, and it starts manifesting quicker because you start getting the cause and the resultant effect clearer, and you start working with it, and you become more conscious of it. Mm -hmm. And it starts becoming more of a ripple effect of, of getting more and more of what you want much quicker. I don't remember um, on subjects you have less resistance with, naturally. I, I don't remember what the first couple of incidents were, but I remember the first, the feeling, the first couple times that I was able to piece that together, and recognizing the feeling as surprise, like wow, I can actually see this sequence of events, and uh, I think on some level I didn't really believe I'd be able to, 
And then when I could, yeah, I was like, yeah. this, this is cool stuff. Like, you, you can trace the whole thing. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's really quite an enlightening um, experience when you start seeing how clearly your thoughts create your reality. And it's like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I see this before? <laughs> and uh, th- then you start saying, well, now that I understand how it works, let me start practicing it. Let me start using it. Let's be conscious about it. And then your life takes on a completely different dimension and you start feeling quite different about your ability to, to take charge of your life, mm. your ability to have control over it. And Well, and for me, there was a wrestling right. match about that. Because on the one mm. hand, I could tell that my thoughts were creating everything. On the other hand, I felt like I was way out of control because I'd never done any of it before. And, and mm. it was just, you know, it, it was a new idea that I could actually control all of this. And then on the third hand, is there a third hand? On the third hand, it was, well, how do I do it? I do it by controlling my feelings. I can't control my feelings. And then learning, oh, I guess I can control them a little bit. But now I have to control my feelings all the time. And there's all these thoughts coming through my head. And I can't control all of them. And so many of them are not. I mean, I just fell into a negative spiral so quickly it would make your head spin. So, you know, you you get both the thrill of it and you get the terror of it all at the same time, really. And, and one, one thing I recommend that people do is you, you don't want to slow yourself down. So you want that kind of momentum going on, but you want it just more on the positive side. So the, the important thing I'm trying to emphasize here is the momentum side. Mm-hmm. So even though you know, things are coming and going quickly and, 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 and you think they're spiraling out of control, that means your, 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 your force that's flowing through you is quite strong. Oh, I see. And you don't yes. want to slow that down. You don't want to slow that down. So what you want to do is just – Turn that the, the 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 focus on side more to what you want, less to what you don't want. But keep the flow going nice and fast, because you can take drugs and you know really dumb yourself down and 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 and, and block everything out and watch stupid movies and all the rest of it just <laughs> to bring yourself into I don't care kind of mode and, and and slow everything down because you know you don't want to think about anything so nothing starts manifesting or nothing much. <clears throat> um, so you know you want to really keep that. That, that, that vibration going, the, the flow going through you again and again. And uh, you, you find that you start um, appreciating the good and the bad of that as well. So when, when, when you have a negative experience, you start following the rocket of desire much quicker, and, but you're still keeping that flow going, still keeping the flow going. Um, and it's an important understanding, a little more advanced understanding of the law of attraction to, to how it actually works with, with anybody. It's an interesting thing that you're describing there because one of the reasons that we meditate, for instance, is to slow all that down and to just calm down a bit. Well, mm, you're not really. When, when you're meditating, you're now stopping the mental mind rambling on, but you're now getting your vortex mind speaking to you and, and allowing manifestations. And filling in the grid. So a lot of people think, you know, stilling the mind, everything stops, but it doesn't. It's, um, you stop getting what you don't want, but you do start getting what you do want. (laughs) But the flow still happens. The flow still happens. Yeah. It's important to kind of grasp that, the the cycle of how that works. So you really never actually stop the flow. What you do is ignore it, perhaps, but you don't really stop it. You ignore the chatter of the mind, yes, mm-hmm. which generally is on subjects that you don't want. Yes. But once your, 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 your 
conscious mind is, is chattering about what it wants and the vortex is bringing things in and you can hear both. Um, and then they start synchronizing to a degree where they're both talking the same language. That's when the harmony, that's when the, that's when you feel so good and that's when your emotions light up and you're just feeling on top of the world because you're now in sync. The thoughts are in sync with the thoughts of the vortex and the manifestation of the vortex. And, uh, things start flowing a lot nicer and clearer. But of course, then a negative thought pops up and the whole process slows down again. <clears throat> so you go through the cycles. Um, and of course, different subjects will change the, the focus. Um, Jason has a question for us. Actually, we have two questions. Well, what? wasn't Jason the guy that came on live with us once upon a time in his car? I remember what his name was now. The guy in the car, I remember. Uh, I'm not sure. No, Jason's from Michigan. That was Simon. Jason's from Michigan. I'm trying to think who it was who joined us from L.A. I can't remember what his name was. But different person. I know it's a different person. I can tell you that much. So anyway, Jason says, I have a really hard time visualizing and focusing on what I really, really want. How can I be more focused? Okay, so very, very, very... Uh, Louis, we just lost your sound. I'm not sure what's going on there, but your sound just kind of went blippity. Let's see what's going on here. Try saying something. Writing uh, sort of. We got a little bit. It's like it's like you're, it's like you're on an old-fashioned radio, very very treble. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else running on me. It's almost like fine, fine. filtering went too far or something. I'm not sure what's going on there. Zero? Is it still going? Uh, it's it's not up to full volume, but it's volume. better. Yeah, it's like. Boy, I don't even know how to describe it. Underwater. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> well, let me, it sounds like it's starting to clear itself up. Why don't we just go with that and, and why don't you try your try your explanation? And I'll, I'll try to mess with the volume a little bit to see if we can hear you, and you know, we'll just kind of work so through. So, Jason, it. um, it's a great question. Um, uh, oh, I've got to focus my thoughts on what I want. What do I want? I have no idea. Oh dear, this isn't. I also done. It's not. It's not picking up right. Can you like reconnect your mic? Un disconnect it and reconnect it. Let's see if that'll clear it up. Because it's just it's in and out and all over the place. I'm not sure what's going on there, but let me disconnect that. Oh, that sounds much better right now. Oh, okay. How, how does that sound? Much better. You're back. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I have no but... idea. <laughs> I just touched my wires. I didn't even unplug it yet. <laughs> I, I know that Linda Armstrong and I have had experiences. We had them this past uh, Friday, actually, where the electronics went out of whack. I mean, just went bonkers. And, and her explanation was our, our uh, spiritual energy was flowing so much it was interfering with electronics. I, I can't disagree with that because, I mean, we were getting some really crazy results. So, yeah. So, anyway, we're back. So, we'll go ahead and try again with your explanation. Okay. So, Jason, great question. And uh, what, what it's, it's, it's a problem a lot of people have is, oh, I now understand the law of attraction. I've got to get clear about what I want and what I think, what I, think I want and where I want to go because I know that if I'm focusing on what I don't want, I'm going to get it. So, 
Oh, uh, what do I want? I'm not sure. Um, how do I find out what I want? So what, one of the easiest ways of doing it, and it might sound incredibly simple, is ask the universal law of attraction, help me have greater clarity yeah. for what I want. Okay, yeah. so start at the basics. So you know what you want. You, you want to know what you want. Okay? And it's pretty, pretty simple. So you say, you know, I'd really like to know greater clarity of, of what I want. So what happens is you know what you don't want, which is lack of clarity and focusing on what you don't want because you know you're going to amplify it. So now the rocket of desire is shooting into the vortex of I want greater clarity. I really want to understand what my purpose in life is and where I'm going to go and what I want to do. So I, I need to put in the vortex, the non-physical, because it instantly manifests. I want to get it there first with greater clarity so that it can start manifesting in, in, into the physical universe, into my life. So the first step is just getting greater clarity in the vortex about what you want so that it can start manifesting. And it's a, it's a very, very simple answer, but it's really exactly the way it works. And it's where I've, I began, and I still go back to that on numerous occasions. So I go back to, you know, how do I, what do I want now? Okay, I've got what I, I've got all these other things now. I need to be greater, greater clarity in where I want to go from here. So it's an ongoing process. It's not something that's going to necessarily stop, but you'll go through phases of great clarity, what you want, manifesting it, and then. Oh, I'm not quite sure what I want to do next. Because um, at the moment I'm I'm busy changing my uh, one of my businesses. Uh, so in the beginning, I started off with IT, and I was an IT guru, and I worked for the Met Police and Chase Manhattan Bank and all those uh, BBC and other other you know companies in the UK. So I really enjoyed all that, and uh, that was fun, and I really love IT. So that was all good. And then suddenly I thought, no, I want to change. So in about 37 years old, I just ditched all that. Um, I was younger than I was about 35. I ditched all that. And uh, then I decided, no, now I'm going to do health and nutrition and I'm going to work for myself at home. So I started three businesses from home. One was health and nutrition. Uh, one was, uh, one is um, to do with accommodation, and the other one is some property investment, um, small property portfolio, which I look after. So those the, those started running, and now I've, I'm starting to give up my health and nutrition business, and uh, and I'm, I'm doing that quite quickly. I'm just like, no, it just doesn't feel that good anymore, so bang, out the door. Now I'm going to go into working more online and, and doing law of attraction chats and training and that kind of thing. So th that's where I'm moving, <clears throat> moving on to now. So, you know, through, through the different phases that, you know, I was sitting there for a while saying, well, I don't really want to do this anymore. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? So you get greater clarity by asking that question again and again. And you will not go wrong if you follow your passion. You will be more passionate about some subjects than others. And if you find those subjects, write them down on a piece of paper, look at them, and, and start focusing on how you can manifest any level of beginning to it. So it's like a grid that's sitting there, and then little lights will pop up in different parts of the grid. Hey, look at this. This is popping up. This is popping up. And then as the whole grid fills in, then you get that manifestation. But keep your eyes open because lightning may strike is my biggest advice. Keep your <laughs> yeah. eyes open. Well, I like, the, eyes open. I like the way you described uh, early on there how we get distracted because that's really what it is, isn't it? When we can't focus, is because we're really distracted by 
negative thoughts or, or stuff we don't want or all this other stuff that's out there, the media, all that kind of thing. We're, we're distracted, Facebook. distracted, distracted. Yeah, it's Facebook, right? <laughs> LOA Today. Nosebook. Nosebook. That's what Abram calls it. <laughs> and it does take a while, although interestingly enough, and, and I want to know if you experience the same thing, I find that when the distraction lessens to the point where all of a sudden I can find myself focusing on what I want again. Very often, more in the past perhaps, very often I would find myself doing that without realizing that I was back, that my yeah. dis- that, that the distraction was gone. And it took me a long time to realize that I'd actually gotten rid of the distraction. It just kind of came, everything came back. My focus improved, mm. you know? The, the other important aspect which is prime to understanding everything is that you can't rub out distractions. You can't rub out anything wrong that you've ever done in your life. The mm. universe always stores everything all the time. But you can change where your focus is mm-hmm. and what you bring into your life. Exactly. So don't spend a lot of time and effort trying to rub out the past because, A, it's impossible. B, the only way you really rub out the past is by focusing on the future. So just focus on the future. Focus on where you want to go. <laughs> um, and I hope that answered your question, Jason. So if you've got any more clarity you need on it, please ask. Uh, thanks for the question. Oh, that's very good. And we also have a second question. This one comes from Maggie. She says, can you expand on the grid or where can I find that in a text, please? Okay. So... If, if, if you um having a look at manifesting anything, um, let's say I want um, a new car. So if you want a new car, certain things have got to happen generally. Okay, some uh, one one can be parachuted outside your front door um, because you won a prize and you didn't know about. So yeah, it can <laughs> manifest that way. All right, so don't don't eliminate that as a possibility. But generally, what happens is. Um, you get some finances together and then you go browsing different um, car places and have a look. And then what happens is you make a decision of what you want to buy and when you want to buy it. And then you go to the guy and you pay them or you get the financing and then you get in the car and you get all your insurance and then you come home. So all those different pieces are part of the grid that needs to fill in. All right. For you to get your manifestation. So, yes, I know a lot of people would just like the car for free and just given to them, and that's why they study the law of attraction, because it, it hints that there's a possibility you can get everything for nothing, and um, you can, basically. If you, have, if you don't have any resistance, the manifestation can manifest out of anywhere. Uh, so, you know, that's why I did bring, bring the parachute idea into it straight away, um, because that... That's really how it works is, you know, it, it can manifest instantly for you. So the, the, the grid filling in aspect is, is all about you being awake and aware. So we often talk about awareness in, in, in the spiritual world is what is awareness? Awareness just means when you get that impulse that comes to you that feels good, then you follow it. Okay. And if it says, go here, do this, or pick up the phone, or look at this newspaper, or go to that ad, or go to this dealer, etc., and it feels good, and you get that little nudge to go do it, that is your little lightning that is striking. Then 
you go and do that. And if you go do that, if you're trusting your emotional guidance, which is your higher self guiding you to go get what you want, then you go to the right places at the right time and you meet the right people and you get the right place and, you know, the right things happen. So follow, you know, if the biggest advice I can give anybody is care intensely about how you feel. Really intensely. So you're really thinking, you know, if I'm feeling bad, that thought you're thinking, all right, because no matter what you're doing, they're making you feel bad. It began as a thought. So the thought is heading you in the wrong direction and your higher self is saying, I do not agree with what you were saying, what you're doing, what you're thinking. Turn around, go the other way. So if you care intensely about how you feel, you will manifest things that are far quicker rate than you've ever dreamt um, because your higher self can see where the best car is for you that is a vibrational match to what you're looking for and what you're wanting far better than any internet search can do for you you know but it might guide you to an internet search but you've got to listen to yourself because it can see things that you'll you can't it can just take in all factors that you you haven't even dreamt of yet she says, ah, thank you. It's giving nomenclature to the process. It's what I think of as leaving it open to the universe. Mm. Mm. Leading, leaving it open to the universe. So the universe wants to give you what you want. Okay? So when you say leaving it open to the universe, you're not really. The universe is saying, I'll, I'm leaving it open to you to, to give you whatever you want. So let, 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 let's let's... Be clear about what we want, and I'll be clearer and quicker in giving you, and, and lower your resistance, and I'll be quicker and clearer in giving you. So, um, I wouldn't say just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree completely with that at all. No. Well, the, well, there's I a fine say. point there, that, and I just realized what it is as you were talking there. The fine yeah. point is because you're absolutely right. I mean, the universe doesn't make any decisions for us. Yet, so many no. people, and, there's and no assertion in an attraction-based universe, no. and, and, and they will. People will, will assert that <laughs> they'll assert that, well, I'm leaving it to God. I'm leaving it to the universe because yeah. the idea of God yeah. or the universe is going to take care of this for me. But what actually happens is God or the universe is waiting for you. And it, and yep. that's an interesting, it's an interesting scenario because what we have here is someone, person X, who put out a wish. They start having doubts about it. So instead of having doubts about it, they said, well, I'll just leave it to the universe. So they wait, they're waiting for the universe to do something. The universe is waiting for them to do something. And in the process of doing that, they're letting go of their resistance. And the thing shows up. Oh, the universe figured out what was best for me. No, you just let the resistance down. <laughs> There's another great advantage of saying it's all up to the universe. You, you can blame them when it doesn't arrive. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's true. And that's exactly what so often we do. We just kind of you know, get into that place. By the way, you talked about manifesting cars out of thin air. Steve Rowell yeah, yeah. has a great way that he, he, he stumbled upon. He literally has been trying to do that. Um, mm. He and his wife wanted to have an Aston Martin. And uh, they ended, I don't remember what the exact story was, but they ended up getting um, an Aston Martin for free for a, like a week or two, something like that. Because of cool. their, their their car was in the garage or something, I don't remember exactly. Oh right, what. right, yeah, yeah. They got a replacement for one. And they ended up getting on a list of people who are known to actually follow through and do free test drives. So now all of a sudden they're being contacted by like BMW and and other you know top car makers saying, "Well, we'd like you to use our car for a weekend." <laughs> so now they're getting a regular list of cars you know coming through that they can use for free. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> 
you, you, you know, you know, it says in the Bible, I think, um, God appears in mysterious ways. Yeah, that's or, right. Or can manage. So it's very accurate. You know, you may have wanted one thing, but you know, to, to test drive a lot of new cars is going to be even better. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that, that makes it tangible. That makes it real in a way that, uh, yeah, that we like. We enjoy that, right? I mean, I, yeah. I, I call it the, that the magic wand effect where you wave your magic wand and, and just something magically appears. And, mm. you know, it's cool when it happens. It's fun, you know. Uh, it's very much like this chair I was telling you about last time. It's just fantastic. Fill, fill us in on it. Um, well, we went to, test, uh, to, to Ikea. Uh, my wife and I, we were, look, we were looking for a settee, and we weren't looking for a chair at all. But we went through the chair section, and I sat down on, on, on this chair, and I, I looked at it. And because I understood the law of attraction – um, and I really wanted to replace my existing chair. I was saying, you know, I really like this chair. It really feels good. And I was playing with the um, the lever and giving it a good test and running it around and appreciating <laughs> it for making sure more than 14 seconds. Yes, right. um, <laughs> and, and just going in for it. And then I completely forgot about it. My, my wife looked at the chair and said, yeah, it's a nice one. We, we should get it at some stage. But our focus is on getting a settee, not... <laughs> not not your chair today. Um, so uh, we came back, and my wife saw it on the internet that somebody was um, uh, selling on, on Facebook, just one of the local groups, th- this chair, and it was brand new. It was literally just kept in the garage, didn't want it anymore, and they were selling it for twenty quid. So <laughs> um, I, I went next door, to, you know, just around the corner from my house, picked it up, gave them the twenty quid, and I have a brand new chair. <laughs> That's worth quite a bit more than 20, too, I might add. Sorry? Worth, on, and, uh, yeah, instead, worth a lot Instead of more. about 300 quid, I right. only paid 20. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> but I had no resistance to it. I wasn't thinking, oh, I must get it. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about the settee, really. I was just, mm-hmm. I just knew that I should play the appreciation game yeah. and then something might happen. And um, it often manifests through my wife. As, as, as I've mentioned before, at work, they call her the witch because whatever the witch? she wants. To, Tends to manifest, yeah. So oh I my god! Got this magic wand where she can just manifest things. <laughs> it's, it's like the other day I said to my wife, um, "I really want a chopping block for the wood because I love barbecues and I love love the old smoky chopping wood and it's just my thing." So you know, I want a nice, solid, big chopping block. She said, "No worries, I'll, I'll manifest it for you." It's great, you know. I know you're good at that. So I left her. And um, they, were, they were building a new house next to a nursing home, and they they came around to her and they said, "Well, we need to chop down your tree. It's dead, and we'll chop it down for free, but it's it's in the way of our building." So, <laughs> and, and my wife said, "Yeah, quite happy that you do that." And um, I, I, I would really like a chopping block out of it. So I said, "What dimensions do you want?" And she gave me the exact dimensions. <laughs> and I've got this beautiful chopping block outside there. I just rocked up to the work when I was picking her up, put it in my boot and drove it back back home. Huge, solid piece of wood. Lovely, just perfect height, everything for chopping wood. It's just <laughs> manifested instantly next day. I mean, it's just... That's crazy. You know, there's a reason they call her a witch. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. And it sounds like she's the good witch of the North, which is even better. But <laughs> I enjoy that TV program, The Good Witch. There's some very... Very um, good feelingness about the way they presented it. That's, mm. it's, there's something about it. I don't know if you ever watched an episode, but I have not. No, but 
Yes. Well, so we'll, we'll title like that. TV program. How yeah. can it go bad? You know. <laughs> hey, I wanted to. You also talked about something a moment ago um, that I wanted to really bring up. I, I'm going to talk about it in terms of ways that other people, other co-hosts, have described it. Um, that is the idea of following that impulse, or what they call inspired action. Um, yes, and, and absolutely. I wonder, if, I wonder if you can just kind of elaborate on that a little bit, because that that is a little bit of a source of confusion. The idea that, well, first of all, I think most of us, when we first get exposed to law of attraction, we do think it's a magic one, or that there's a witch attached, or something, you know. But that there's you know, <laughs> there, there's some sort of you know magic going on there, and yeah. only after a while do we begin to realize that it's actually part of the fabric of our everyday lives. Uh, but it it can be a little confusing trying to figure out, well, when do I take action? Because we get so many of the gurus saying, well, you know, including Abraham, you know, don't try, don't do so much. Don't do as much doing. Do more of the feeling. Do more of the thinking. So when do you do? Talk about when do you do and how do you know when's the right thing to do again? I mean, you, you touched on it before, but give us some more on that. The first thing that's important to understand is you only manifest that which you a, a vibrational match to. Right. So the first thing to understand about that statement is that you, it's the next logical step to manifest it. It's not a big jump. There's, there's not a big gap of doubt. Will I get the job? When I get the job? Is it the right person to marry? Is it the right, wrong person? That means you're far away from your goal. All right? So the gap is not, not small. Then the next thing, I just wanted to bring that in first, but then you need to understand the method of how it works. Step one is you ask. I want something. Mm -hmm. That, then step two is it's instantly manifested in your vortex. So you've got this non-physical cloud sitting, was it over your left shoulder? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It it depends whether it's the devil or the angel. I mean, really. (laughs) Okay, so non-physically you've got this big ball of everything you want, and that's called your vortex. So when you know what you don't want, people are rude to me, wouldn't it be nice if they were nicer to me, now goes into the vortex as an instantly is manifested. So the, the, the process is important to understand. Number one, you, you, you know what you don't want, and then you have a better idea what you do want. That's Both of those are step one. Okay? When you know what you don't want, you have a better idea what you do want. What you do want goes into the vortex, which is step two. And then step three is getting it out of the vortex, getting that car out of the vortex into the bank, into your life, into the manifesting physically. So you've got to understand those three steps. So you were asking me about how to do it. The important thing to do, how to do it, is to raise your vibration to be in sync with what you want. All right? And that means, I don't want to say this, but eliminating doubt. Why Why is it not here yet? When am I going to get it? Um, I don't have the money for it. Um, I'm not worthy of it, etc. So you won't get it if you've got those, those feelings and those thoughts. It's not going to manifest. All right? So when they tell you care more about how you're feeling, it's so important because how you're feeling about what you want tells you how much you are in vibrational vicinity of getting it. And yes, there are occasions when you could be focused on it on some subject or some aspect of it which you very easily access and you will be a vibrational match. But then 
it hasn't arrived yet may completely throw the thing again. So every time you want something, it's a train going this way to what you what you want. And every time you have doubts or worry or you don't feel worthy or why hasn't it come yet, is a train going that way, pulling the train that's going this way backwards. So it's important to, to understand that you need to be a vibrational match. To be a vibrational match, you mustn't do so much because it first manifests non-physically. Okay, And you need to be a vibrational match to the non-physical, to what's in your vortex. So you need to lower the resistance. To lower the resistance is you must stop worrying about it not being there yet or all those other things. So to do that, you, Abram suggests that it's better to still the mind than to focus on what you want. Because it's easier to still the mind, the doubts, than it is to, con- for 14 seconds or more, focus on what you want. <clears throat> So you still your mind, and as you still your mind, the vortex can speak to you easier, can start filling in the grid and say, go here, look at this, pick up this one, speak to that person about that now, this, etc. So then, because the mind is stiller, you get to hear what's, what, what, what is suggested to fill in your grid from the vortex, and then you become a vibrational match, and then bang, it just manifests, and so exciting. So doing a focus wheel is one of the best exercises that I could recommend for somebody. There's an app called Focus Wheel on your phone. Really? I okay. hadn't heard of that. Yeah. Um, somebody created it, and it's really nice. It's got the whole... 1 to 12, you write what's in the middle, what you want. You write outside what you don't want. And then you fill in each individual um, slot with something that's vibrationally a little higher than the last one. Very cool. Okay. And then you go through that. Um, and, and I still think the, the, the focus wheel is one of the best methods because you're building up your vibration. And you can go through it again and again and again every day until you start feeling, okay, I feel vibrationally that this statement is more more where I am at, am at the moment. Oh, I feel this one. And as you go around the whole circle, you start seeing vibrationally where you are feeling comfortable with. And you can see the movement of how, how you start getting to the place of no resistance and really focusing on what you want. So um, going back to your original question, do you just want to run it by me again so I can just well, finish you've been, this off? You've been describing uh, beautifully how the whole thing works. What I was uh, trying to zero in on is very often it, it can be confusing about an, you know, an idea comes to us, and is it truly uh, an idea from the vortex an from inside, idea. an inspired idea, or is it something that I just kind of made up because I'm reaching for something? Okay. So how do you answer that? It's very easy. Does it feel positive emotion or do you feel negative emotion about the thought? Um, that is as simple as it really needs to get when, when you answer that kind of question. Uh, because your emotional guidance is the guidance that comes from your, your vortex that is saying you're heading towards what you want or you're heading away towards what you want with negative emotion. So um, if you're feeling good, you're heading in the right direction. It's more inspired. If you're feeling... If you're feeling an aha moment, that is really inspired, okay? But it's very likely to be new information, brand new. Um, how, how would you define an aha moment? I mean, on the surface, it sounds very straightforward, but I realize that can actually also be a source of confusion. So tell me about an aha moment. Uh-huh. Aha. 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 You don't understand that. <laughs> No, that's not an aha moment, but <laughs> <laughs> so aha moment is generally something that is 
a new idea to you. It is generally something that excites you. It's generally, it will always be something that feels good to you. Um, my mentor once said to me, Louis, because you're laughing at what I've just said, it means you agree with it. Mm -hmm. Many, 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 many years ago, she said this to me. Now, always sat there and tried to puzzle this one out until Abram Hicks and never really fully understood what she was understood what she was saying. Um, but what she was saying is that when you're feeling good emotion, you are heading in the direction of what you want. And an aha moment is just very much that 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 experience where you're getting new information. It feels good, and you're heading in the right direction to what you want. And Yes, you can argue that it's confusing to understand what an aha moment is, and I don't really think it is. I think it's quite clear. I think when you really experience an aha moment, there's no doubt in your mind mm. that, that this is an aha moment. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the thing that I think differentiates an aha moment from other moments is literally the word enlightenment. When we think mm. about enlightenment, it's almost like a light switch turns on in our minds. Yeah. And that's what an aha moment Aha is where everything just gets a whole lot brighter and a whole lot clearer. Yeah. 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 So, so when there, there is a way, challenge with, with, with accessing the information from the vortex is usually or quite often, and at least in my experience, the ideas that they've given to me, like I mentioned to you some time ago on a couple of podcasts that I've been given this incredible idea, but I think it's so big, I can't touch it. And I have been struggling with that, to be honest. It really is massive. And, you know, if it's given to you, that means you can, you can actually, you, you, you have the potential to manifest it. It wouldn't mm -hmm. be given to you otherwise. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just blowing me away. And I'm, I'm, I'm filling in the grid of all the basic stuff first that I need to do before I even go there. So I'm, I'm getting all the bits and pieces together first, but you, do tend to second guess that idea because of its massiveness and you too tend to destroy it. So I tend to spend very little time on that, on, on, on the destruction side because I'm aware of what I'm doing and I spend more time reveling in the idea of how to benefit so many people and how I would enjoy having such a thing because I could see how it could help other people. And I know that. Uh, you know, nobody does anything for any other reason because it makes you feel good. So it's not ready for the other people. It's ready because I'll feel good in helping you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, so you, you get it clearer and clearer in your mind about how it all works. And then you just move forward step by step by step. Are, are there any more questions there, Walt? Or has anybody answered or mentioned anything? Sorry, I haven't managed to get this tablet working yet. Oh, no, that's all right. I, I don't see any new questions in there. So uh, I see a lot of thank yous, people saying that uh, okay. it's, it's, it's helping a lot. Um, Maggie said in response to her question, uh, I, I think it's uh, it, it's just uh, we agreed, but we were using different descriptions. That may be true. I mean, that, that can certainly happen. Uh, but no other new questions. Um, okay, cool. But I, I did want to follow up on what you were talking about there because you made a, really, a, a couple of really, really good points. And one of them I want to kind of hone in on is the idea that you do want to take the time to get excited and to really live the excitement of a, especially if it's a massive Absolutely. idea. Um, and why do you want to do that, Walt? Oh, because you're building up the momentum of it. You're building up the vibration of it in a huge way. And what does the universal law of attraction do with that? With uh, momentum? Well, uh, it usually delivers it <laughs> in some form. 
<laughs> it delivers Whatever it somewhere. Whatever you're thinking about, it'll amplify. That's why you it amplifies. It. Yes, right. Um, so, so that's a really key portion of it. The other part, and you kind of hinted at it simultaneously, is the idea that you don't want to get into the negative side of it, the fear side of it, or the doubt side of it, or whatever. And Joel, I wouldn't say you don't want to. I wouldn't say you don't want to. Well, all right. Um, I would love you to appreciate the negativity and understand why it's there. I, I guess what I'm driving at is if you want the thing to manifest, you want to spend more time on what it is that on you want to what manifest. What you want, not what you don't yeah. want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but fair point, fair point. But anyway, along that same line, Joel uh, has a, a, a really nice approach. And you kind of touched on it too, and I want to see yeah. you know, what you have to say more about it, um, which is that – I'm always you, interested in what Joel says. Well, you say you, you don't really try to map everything out. If you do, you can drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. And so instead, what you do is you take the next step, like you said, the next logical step. Next, and you don't, next logical. Yeah. And you don't worry about the fact that the map hasn't filled in yet. You don't mm-hmm. worry about the fact that, you know, you haven't figured out how the whole thing's going to work or, you know, where the full path is or so forth. You, you just worry about the next 200 feet of light, of headlight. And that's all you do. You mm. just do the next 200 feet. And when you do, and you do it with the enthusiasm that you have for the project or for the thought or for the desire or whatever, then you are presented with the next 200 feet and then the next 200 feet. And you just exactly. keep following that and, and you eventually get there. So, um, exactly. I mean, and he, I think he actually made that point more for me in conversations I have with him because I have a tendency to do exactly the opposite of what I want, which is I tend to, you know, worry out, well, geez, I mean, I have to figure all this stuff out. I have to come up with a budget. I have to, to figure out who's going to get involved and how I'm going to get them involved. And, and then I have, I mean, I, I try to map that whole thing out and I drive myself crazy in the process. Whereas the better thing for me to do is just simply take the next step. You know, screw all that. Just, just take the next step. So somebody said, said to me, um, you know, to get my business up and, up and running, I just, I just worked with what was on my plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of really got that. I was, I was sitting in the seminar and listened to a lot of seminars and not, not a lot of things made a lot of sense to me all the time or, or was new to me. I think that's more accurate. Not, not a lot of things were new to me. But when they said that, you know, I just worked with what was on my plate, it really struck a chord with me. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And because of the Abram Hicks teachings, I now know it's the next logical step and you just focused on – on, on doing what, what, where you're a vibrational match to, because if, if you're a vibrational match to it, it's quick, it's easy, it just falls in place and the money just comes and the, the, the things just manifest and it's just beautiful. But so, so, so I'm just very, very intensely aware now that, you know, somebody invited me to a, to a party and I was, I was wrestling with the whole thing because one part of me was saying, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I really enjoyed the last one, and I'd really like to go. But the other part of me was saying, I, I'm feeling negative emotion about going. And you know, I enjoyed the last one, and I actually enjoy the company. But I actually something saying, don't go. You know, I'm feeling negative emotion about going to the event. And I was like, why am I struggling with all this? Why am I struggling with this? And it was really a big thing. Um, and eventually, I said, you know. I've got to practice what I teach <laughs> and I'm going to follow my emotions and I'm going to just not go to the party. It's mm-hmm. just game over. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, you, you make those choices now based on a different, 
uh, way than I used to. I, I would usually use my logic to work it out. Now I'm using my emotions to work it out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a very important distinction to, to, to now go with how you feel rather than how you're thinking about things. Yeah. It's, it, it's not only an important distinction, it's also a new skill. For those of yes. us who are always the yes. planners and thinkers, following yes. your feeling is a little disorienting mm-hmm. and, and a little confusing. And it's just for us males, huh? <laughs> I'm not sure it's just males, but I think you're right. We have a, more of a tendency than the females do. Uh, but yeah, it, it can be quite disorienting. And there are times, I mean, you alluded to it a few minutes ago. You said, you know, well, nothing wrong with, with feeling doubt. And you're right. But that is exactly what we often feel when we're trying to follow an emotion. Like, well, that can't lead anywhere good. I mean, it just doesn't feel good. You know, so, okay, well, I don't go that way, but now what do I do? Yeah. I don't know what now to do now. That rocket. I, I, I don't know what to do next, you know, and, and so we kind of get ourselves all wrapped up in, I don't know, I can't, I don't, I won't, I can't, I don't know how. Yeah. It's not a fun place to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the best, no? No. But on the other hand, I mean, that's what my day was yesterday, actually. Yesterday, I had it all figured out. I was going, we're working on this, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, we're working on a, a fiction podcast idea. Alex King and I came up with this idea, and some of the other co-hosts have been helping us out with it. And mm-hmm. it, we're to the point now, we've developed our characters, we have a kind of a main story theme, we've figured in what our law of attraction aspect is going to be, all that kind of thing. And now it's come time to start writing the first episode. And I've been mm-hmm. kind of composing it in my mind so in a sense i have been writing it yes yeah, yeah. it yes. sounds fantastic oh it, it, it and i think it's yeah. gonna be really really good um but yesterday was the day to sit down and actually start writing it you know how many words i wrote yesterday mm-hmm. zero zero words it wasn't the right day it was definitely <laughs> not the right day and what was even worse is that i would get i was getting halfway through the day and i thought to myself I haven't written any words yet. Oh, jeez, I'm ruining this. <laughs> and so, of course, that turned into more of a <laughs> negative spiral. <laughs> like, ah, I can't get away with anything. <laughs> the chain of pain. <laughs> chain of pain, right. But then I finally got to the point where I said, you know what? Today, today just wasn't the day to do it. I can do it tomorrow. And now, here we are doing the podcast. It's uh, closing in on 9 o'clock here, New York time. And so we're, we're about 10 minutes away from finishing the podcast. And once we do that and we, and I've got it posted and so forth, I feel a strong desire that I wasn't feeling yesterday to start doing that writing. Then it's the right time. And now it's the right time. <laughs> yeah. But that's disorienting. If you're not used to that, that's a disorienting exactly. sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes a little doing to get used to it. The, the way I find it flows beautifully for me is I use Dragon Dictate voice recognition. So yes. Because, <laughs> A, I'm terrible at spelling. <laughs> and I love using highfalutin words, which I can't spell. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, the voice recognition takes them and rambles them off with ease and perfection yep. <laughs> and panache, and I can just ramble. And I love that. So you know, I love that software, too. I love voice recognition for that. Yeah. Yeah. The Dragon software is really, really good. That's mine too. I love that one. Um, oh, by the way, I took a look at the app that you're telling me about the, or telling us about the Focus Wheel app. That looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, very it simple. Really nice. It's very it simple, is, it is. but, and, and I got to play with it. It doesn't need to be any more than that. No. No, not really, but it's, it's beautifully done. And I'm glad somebody did that. That, that's great. Yeah. I had no idea. You know, so anybody who's listening in, check it out on your phone. Just do a, 
either in the Play Store or the App Store. Apple as well. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I have an iPhone. It's on the Apple. So oh, you have an iPhone. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, so it's on Apple's. both. It's on both. Yeah, and it's it's cool. It's uh, and f- I agree with Very you. Focus nice. wheels are a wonderful way to develop your focus. Mm. That's why they're called focus wheels. <laughs> this is a funny thing. <laughs> there is a reason for calling it's them. It's really this. about <laughs> chipping up your vibration and just going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was uh, it was Jason earlier was asking about uh, focus and about maintaining focus. Well, there's a great way to yeah. do it. Focus wheels. It is. Yeah. yeah. And the only nice thing about a focus wheel is you don't have to you don't have to have just one. Mm. You can have as many as you want. And in fact. I don't know about you. Well, I think it's you, better to you, do you it. You have one per subject <laughs> that you want to improve on. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you could even do the same subject twice if it's really that important to you. Because mm. you know, all you're really doing is the, building up your the vibration. The thing with this app is you, you don't have to rub anything out. You just rewrite the words. Because I often find that when I'm writing it down, the words don't quite feel right. And I need to change even even the small parts of the sentence. I just mm-hmm. have to change the wording slightly. Yep. So I'm often doing editing um, on, on them as I go through them, and I thought, no, 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 it will feel better if I change it slightly like that, and then and then it gets to the place where it really feels good, and I just go through it daily, daily, and go through that focus wheel, and then <clears throat> the manifestations happen. They just it's just incredible. Focus wheel is good. It's a great tool. I, I it's like one it. of them. There's many. There's many guys. There's many, many tools. Oh, tons of them. I mean, 22 of them just in the book that this one came from. Ask Andrews. Yeah. Yeah, and some very good ones in there too. But I, I have to admit, um, I have done focus wheels before on paper, which is the way they originally, you know, described doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's something about doing it on paper that doesn't feel good to me, and I don't know what it is. So having it you on know, app is for, like, oh, I like. Well, this. for for a lot of people, paper is good. But oh, it is. Certain people like you and I that. Uh, I, I oh, you have the same experience. Yeah, I, I'm very much a digital person. It mm. feels so much more comfortable to me. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but you know the idea of actually writing my book with pen and paper. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> rather, rather kill myself. <laughs> Having been involved in two books, if I had to do either one of them with a pen and paper, none of them would have gotten written. It just would not have exactly. happened. Yeah, yeah. in part What's because really my good? my handwriting is so illegible, even I can't read it. And in part yeah, because that's my problem too. <laughs> <laughs> And in part because my hand cramps up after about two paragraphs, and you can't really write a book that way. So, actually, I don't think I've had pen and paper in my hand for a long time. <laughs> a long time, I think. Maybe to sign my my signature somewhere. Let's just say that when the the PC first came along in the early 1980s, I was one of the happiest people in the world because I knew it would mean I would never have to write anything longhand for the rest of my life if I didn't want to. <laughs> it was a good thing. Hey, we got about five minutes left. I want to make sure I get in our messages. So if you're not yet a subscriber to the podcast, what are you waiting for? Just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net. And we've actually simplified it, Louie. It has gotten to the point now where when you show up at the homepage, it detects what kind of device you have and then offers you the link for your device so that you don't even have to go looking for it. So if you're on an iPhone, it gives you a link for an iPhone. If you're on an Android, it gives you a link for an Android. And you just click that and follow it through. And bada bing, bada boom, just like that, you're subscribed and you're able to get it all. Yeah, it's good stuff. (laughs) Brilliant. And, of course, once you're a subscriber, make sure that you're sharing the fact that you're a subscriber with other people 
particularly when you're enjoying an episode like this one, because that's how we yeah. spread the words. So subscribe and share. That's the, the, the tandem words around here. And be sure you do that because that's how we spread the word and help other people get their daily dose of happy. So we got about uh, a little under four minutes left, three and a half minutes left, something like that. Um, first of all, is there anything that you want to tell us about any announcements that you want to make about the stuff going on that you're aware of? I mean, there doesn't have to be, but I always give other co-hosts who are coaches and so um, forth that opportunity. Just, just that, ne- that next, um, next week I will be promoting my website. Aha. Uh-huh. So it's, it's almost get, getting to the place where I'm happy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so. Uh, that, that, that's just the beginning. That's just where I'll say, you know, I'm quite, quite happy about putting that together and enjoying, enjoying that process at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I just want everybody to have a fantastic day and carpe diem, go get what you want, focus on it, manifest it. That's always the thing, isn't it? <laughs> Getting into that good feeling place and then just milking it, milking it for all it's worth. Hey, I want to also milking, ask you something. I love that word. Isn't that a good word? <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. I wanted to ask you something along the lines of milking, milking actually. We, we often talk about like the Abraham processes, you know, different ways to, to refocus your mind and all that kind of thing. One thing that Steve Rowell and I talked about last week, and I've, I've really started yeah. to get into it, is the idea of taking a past positive experience, something that felt really good, and then milking it to the point where you, you feel it as much or more as you felt it the first time around. In other words, not just remembering that you felt good, not just remembering that a wonderful thing happened, but actually living it again, mm. living it in your mind, tur- turning it into, wow, it feels exactly the way it felt 30 years ago when I did that. You know, there, there, there's there's a small experience that happened to me is um, I was, there was a strong wind blowing up the drive on the farm in South Africa and it was very, very strong, and I was leaning forward at 45 degrees with my arms out in my, <laughs> in, in, my in my overall camouflage overall, which I lived in um, <laughs> as a young boy. And um, uh, the 45-degree angle was, was something I was so keen about with the power of this wind and just mm. holding my arms like that. And <laughs> I, I relived that again and again because I really felt good then, and, and I really milked that. I milked that many times over. I loved it. And, so, and we've all got experiences like that in our past and go back and milk them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're definitely in favor of that, of, of the experience if you're milking that one over and over again. And that sounds like a fun oh, one. Yes. That sounds like <laughs> it was a real fun one. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, what I like about that most is that it doesn't have a whole long story. It's just the wind was blowing no. and you leaned into it exactly. and that's it. Exactly. it. It was simplicity itself. I mean that's fabulous. What what a great that's that's a memory that's almost easier to replicate. I mean I I was trying to replicate exactly. our wedding when Louise and I got married 20 years ago. Mm. And you know there, there were so many different pieces to it that it could almost be exhausting trying to piece the whole mm. thing together, you know. It's not like leaning into the wind where oh that's it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there's one there's one thing that I'll never forget about my engagement is I did it at Victoria Falls and I got married at Victoria Falls but I, I I bought this little ring made out of grass and things from from a shop, and I bent down on one knee at the spray of the waterfall, and I gave it to my wife, and I said, "Will you marry me?" <laughs> and uh, I just felt so good with that spray of of the the wind and the, and then the waterfall spray on me, and and bending down on one knee, and it, it was cool. <laughs> what a nice way! That's a great way to wind up the podcast. That's just a good feeling right there. So, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for uh, joining me, and I look forward to talking to you again next week which we do every monday 
Thank you also to our live stream listeners and to our regular podcast listeners. We appreciate you so much, and we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Fantastic. Take care, guys. Bye.